Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of It's Too Wordy, the comic book podcast where three buddies discuss comic books from their childhood and today. I'm Kirk. I'm Ryan. And I'm Nick. How are we doing this week, guys? (sighs) It's all running together. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah. What month are we in now? (laughs) Teresa asked me what day it was, like the day of the month, and I'm like, I have no idea. I just know (laughs) it's Monday. (sighs) Getting the feeling of Groundhog Day. I was just thinking that this morning. Get up, repeat. But the good news is... They're starting to lift restrictions here in town, so hopefully it it all goes well. We don't have any more, we don't have another peak, and we can get back to doing what we like to do, right? I'm not sure if the lifting the restrictions was the best idea yet, but we'll see. True, but they said if... There he is. Jeez. There, you, there we go. I don't know what the heck just happened. I'm like, all of a sudden I look down, I'm like, why am I not hearing anything? You son of a. So, this week we are discussing uh, comic book characters that just start with the letter D. And we are finishing out aquatic based characters for our theme this month. Uh, who wants to go first? Ooh, me, 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 me. All right, Ryan's going first, I guess. I'm super excited about the one. Okay. The other one I could care less about. All right. So, my D character, I did Demon Knights, which features the demon. Issue zero. Um, Etrogen, the demon, I should say. And it was. it's all about how he and Jason Blood got combined into one creature. Nice. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, it's by Paul Cornell and Bernard Chang. And it's basically two stories until the very end where it's Etrogen through some of it and then Jason through some of it. And Demon Knights takes place during the Camelot time, or Camelot times, excuse me. And Etrogen is the... Um, The hailer for Lucifer, I should say. Um, and Lucifer requires that he rhymes everything. So he was not, didn't have to rhyme things. He only had to do it for Lucifer. And he couldn't come up with a rhyme for something that came up. And it irritated Lucifer. So he decided he was going to try to take over hell and started a battle taking out all these demons and was about to fight Lucifer. In the meantime, Jason Blood is Merlin's assistant and is helping Merlin do things. And Merlin's like, I need these letters. I need a hundred copies of them. And Jason's like, just use your magic and create them. He's like, nope, you're going to do it yourself. Um, And Merlin started looking into some stuff that he was hearing rumors about and goes to Morgan Le Fay and uh, she looks into the future 
and said Jason's going to be an issue. So Merlin combined the demon and Jason together, and now they can hear each other's thoughts. That's where it was left off at. Okay. Cool. Um, I like the Demon Knights series. Issue zero, yeah, I get the point of it, why it needed to exist, but it wasn't my favorite one out of the Demon Knights series. But it's still a fairly you know, reasonably priced book, so if you can find it and pick it up for a good price, even through quarter bins or dollar bins, I guess is what they're at now, um, it's a decent read. So definitely check it out. And then my aquatic is uh, issue 30 of The Sea Devils. Nice. <laughs> I figured you'd know okay. who it was. Yeah. Um, and they are fighting a monster gorilla in the ocean. What? Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's quality right there. <laughs> um so this is my first venture into sea devils and um i gotta say this is the fantastic four under the ocean yep they got a guy that looks like ben Grimm, not the thing but ben Grimm. they got the blonde chick they've got the hot shot kid and they got the leader who thinks he knows everything and it's oh the best part of this is not only the undersea gorilla but let's see what's his name oh manfish makes an appearance in this yes manfish the complete knockoff of namor <laughs> nice um who apparently can create images because he was a gigantic spider in the ocean as well. Um, this was extremely cheesy. Um, I enjoyed reading it more than any of the Fantastic Four books I've ever read. Uh, <laughs> but it is really cheesy. Um, and the books aren't, you know, I got this one for 12 bucks, I think. And the other ones I was looking for were 18 to $20 range and stuff. Um, so if you find one that's kind of banged up and you just want to have fun reading it, definitely check it out. But uh, I wouldn't necessarily go pursuing after these books. But it was a fun little read. Okay. Awesome. Hey, uh, you want to go next, Nick, or you want me to? No, that's fine. I can do it. Okay. All right. So I'm going to start with my aquatic character. Um, This is Amazing Spider-Man number 212 from 1981. This is the first appearance of Hydro-Man. Ooh. Nice. Um, His real name is Morris Bench. He's working on a, a ship, and it gets into a little bit of trouble, and he falls off the side, and... Spider-Man sees the ship and he tries to help. And it ends up being that whole Spider-Man did this to me, going to get revenge because every villain who gets hurt in a Spider-Man book thinks it's Spider-Man's fault. Yeah, that's pretty much the basis of this book. It's, <laughs> uh, um, 
So if you've ever read a Spider-Man where the villain comes around and he gets powers and blames Spider-Man, you've read this. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I mean he does have an alias of Wet Nap. So... <laughs> And he does sometime join up with Sandman, and they bond and become the the mud thing. <laughs> the mud thing, all the right. Thing. Yeah. I think that's issue 215. I can't remember, but I think it's like three issues after this that they get together and fight Spider-Man. And... Okay. Okay. So, That'd be one heck of a team if they got uh, Concrete as a mem- member, too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> And then I picked up a whole bunch of like cheap graphic novels this week because I wanted to read more stuff that I haven't read yet. And I picked up volume one of the death defying Dr. Mirage, the new solar man of the atom jungle girl, omnibus and not brand Eck, the complete series. Ooh. Ooh. Um, then I picked up, Damage from DC from 2018. Curious so what you think of that. Okay, so it's a direct ripoff of the Hulk. Uh-huh. But it's still fun. Like, he's a totally different character. Like, he's not smart. He's just a kid. He's like a soldier who gets into an experiment like Captain America. But, and Bruce Banner, and ends up becoming... A walking, talking siege of destruction. It's got everybody in this. It's got Poison Ivy, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, the Swamp Thing, the Suicide Squad. And this is only in the first six issues. It's Wow. It's actually pretty good. Um, I read this in about half an hour. So there's not much to it, but it's pretty good. I mean, I paid, I think, 10 bucks for it. So it was like half off. I would pick it up. Just give it the first couple of books a try and see if you like it. If you like the Hulk, yeah. I mean, this this book would resonate with you. Um, he looks like the Hulk mixed with Metamorpho is the problem. Because I thought it was Metamorpho. I'm like, what is Metamorpho doing in a damage book? But it's not bad. There's some gross violence. There's some... When he fights the Suicide Squad and he goes up against Giganta and she grabs him and he bursts through the top of her hand and they show it. Ooh. Ooh. Like, (laughs) she's just holding him, like, both hands, like, around him. And he just breaks her hand and just busts out through one of the end, like the, the palms pretty gross, but I would give it a shot. I mean, I liked it. I'm probably not going to buy the second volume, but I like the first one. Huh? Okay. So if you guys want to borrow it, just let me know and I'll find a way of getting it to you. Okay. I would like to borrow it once we get back together. Don't worry about it. I'm not in any rush to read it. Okay. Um, I I haven't heard a whole lot about him. I've heard good things about uh, was it the Curse of Brimstone? That's yet another character I haven't been. I wasn't too right. sure about. Right. 
Because that, you know, with the, what's the one you did, the Terrifics, all those kind of came out about the same time. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm actually really liking the uh, DC from around 2018, 2020 stuff. Oh, okay. Wow. So finding some good new stuff. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. And that's all I got. All right. Well, I went with uh, Deadpool number one from number from 1997. Is that the Joe Kelly run? Yep. Oh, the best one. Yeah, except I didn't make it through half of the book. And I love Deadpool. The reason I didn't make it through the other half of the book was Ed McGuinness's rendering of Sasquatch in the first book. It is a little rough. And it just, I was like, nah, nope. So I may try to read this again in the future. I may not. Um, the, the, the art took me out of it. The story seemed like it was going okay. It's about how he got dicked over by a, a rebel army. They were using their rebel currency, but it may or may not be worth anything in a couple of years kind of thing. Um, so maybe I just didn't give it a shot because I didn't like the artwork. Um, I think you would really like it if you give it a shot. You'll adjust the artwork a little bit. It is a little rough if you're not a fan of McGinnis. But it is one of the funniest books. Joe Kelly just killed it with Deadpool. That's why I started liking Deadpool. Okay. Until they oversaturated the market with it. Yeah. Yeah, I really like Deadpool. So I may give it another shot. I just won't look at the pictures. I'll just read the story. Is that, <laughs> that, that, that able to be done? I don't know. Uh, I put up a picture of it on the uh, Discord. You know, and I think I'm trying to, when I read it, I read it when it first came out. So I hadn't been really exposed to McGinnis as much, you know? Yeah. Um, so it didn't bother me. Like, I don't know, JRJR. Um, but, you know, after I saw it and I, I'm like, hey, you know, this is a fun take of a character. It's more cartoonish than it is, you know, McFarlane or uh, Liefeld or whatever. And I think that's why it kind of it drew my attention as well as it was just a more entertaining look at it opposed to taking itself so seriously. Maybe I'll give it another shot. Um, and then for my aquatic-based character, I went with Black Manta number one. Ooh. Nice. By Jeff Johns and Tony Bedard. Um, so it starts out with uh, Black Manta being recruited by uh to become part part of uh the suicide squad 
and she's trying to talk to him about what happens. You know, all you want to do is uh, kill Aquaman. Well, what happens once you do kill Aquaman? Where where do you go from there, right? And they get busted. He gets busted out of prison. And then you see Ocean Master going to grab his stuff. And then Black Manta go to grab his stuff. And uh, Black Manta takes over a helicopter. They find the trident of Aquaman. And the crime syndicate shows up and says that they've killed the Justice League. And they're taking over the planet. And Black Manta goes to his father's grave and says it's over. And then the evil Superman guy, he's got a U on his chest, so I'm assuming he's, like, un-Superman. I don't know. Oh, that's, um... Ultraman? Ultraman? He's uh, part of the... What was that? The Justice... Syndicate. Syndicate, that's right. Power ring came from there and everything, too, yeah. Yeah. So, Ultraman moves the moon, which in turn causes the tides to change, and it washes out everything, including his father's grave. And he comes up, and he's got a new mission. He wants to take out the crime syndicate and I'm gonna I really like Black Manta as a as a villain I'm I'm starting to really he's becoming one of my favorite villains um he's got it it says Black Manta's war against the crime syndicate unfolds in forever evil so I'm thinking I might pick up forever start reading forever evil um the artwork's fantastic. It's Jeff Johns, so the writing's awesome. Um, yeah, I really uh, recommend uh, this book, and I want to thank Nick for telling me just, hey, go Black Manta, because I was having a hard time. So that's what yeah. I got. Cool. He's awesome. Yeah, he's probably one of the better villains. Yeah, I'm enjoying them. So, um, what's going on at the shop this week, Ryan? Uh, 20% or 20% off sale ends Thursday this week. Um, unless they decide to extend it again. Uh, new books when this gets released should be coming in starting this Wednesday by DC. Um, everything else is still on hold, but DC is releasing a handful of books over the next month. Um, uh, if you're lucky and you can find it, uh, they got three cases of the child or baby Yoda, as most people call them, uh, for the pop figure. And, they had sold out almost. They got into the third case by eleventh or ten thirty, damn, on uh, Saturday, and they just got them on Friday. 
So <laughs> you may still be able to find one uh, there, but uh, still reasonably priced, eleven ninety nine. Um, so yeah. Okay. Well, now it's time for everybody's favorite segment, the random read. I got nothing. This is going to be a short week because neither do I. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I've only got two. Uh, And the main reason I've got two is because of one of the books I was about to tell you about. But um, so this week I decided to become hip and I joined the Twitter world. What? Wow. And uh, I started following Tom King and because I like some of the stuff he was talking about as far as uh, books and stuff. And um, he was he liked a status of J.M. DeMattis. And I love J.M. DeMattis. He is one of my favorite writers of all time. Um, and mainly because of his work on the Spectre. When he did Hal Jordan as a Spectre. And somebody had done a review of the Spectre and tagged him in it. And he said, I really appreciate it. That's great that you really enjoyed it. Uh, but did you know I did a four-part story that leads directly in to that series. I did not know that. Um, so I picked it up. It is legends of the DC universe issue 33 through 36. I got 33, 34 and 35. And I just read 33. And this is how dealing with the fact that he just turned into the specter. So he saved the world in final or final night. Spoiler. Sorry. It's been out for, 20 some odd years. Uh, Damn. Okay. I won't read that one. (laughs) And uh, so this is Hal dealing with the fact that he is now the specter. Um, He goes to his vision of heaven and his mom greets him. And as he's talking to his mom, uh, it turns into Jim Corrigan, who's giving him advice on how to be the Spectre. And then Jim turns into Barry Allen. And, you know, Barry's trying to give him a pep talk. And Hal's like, you know what? I'm dead. I can do whatever I want. He turns into Green Lantern. He's going to go off and hang out with Barry like they used to. And as he's trying to catch up with Barry, he runs into Oliver Queen. And keep in mind, this is all in heaven. So the same character is changing their image to what Hal needs at that moment. And um, Hal goes back to earth. He realizes that the people that did know him best don't recognize him any longer. Like he went and talked to Carol and Carol's like, I have no idea who you are. When did you work at Ferris aircraft? Um, He went and saw his brother and talked to him for a moment. And, um, his brother introduced himself and he goes, yeah, I'm Hal. It's like, Oh, I had a brother named Hal. And you know, that was just Hal's version of kind of letting him know, Hey, I'm still with you kind of thing. And then it shows how the specter decided to take out a sniper 
by having him relive his death over and over and over again. So that was just the first issue of this going in. And it is exactly how I remember him going into the Spectre storyline. Um, Jam Demetis just kills, kills it. And if you can find anything, he did Justice League Europe. He did International too, didn't he, Nick? Yes, he did. He does a fantastic job. Definitely, if you get the opportunity, check out stuff that he's written. Um, he did both Batman, Spider-Man crossovers for both Marvel and DC. So uh, he is a lot of fun to read. Definitely check his stuff out. All right. And one of the best things I have read in the last two years is the next thing I'm going to review. Um, so I heard really good things about Mr. Miracle by Tom King and Mitch Gerards. I'm not a New Gods fan. I can't stand the New Gods. I don't like reading about characters that are all-powerful. That's why I've never been a big fan of Superman. Um, But this book, I got the trade. Um, This book is unbelievably entertaining. It is is a black label, so it's kind of like that... um, what if Elseworlds type story and it just follows along uh, Mr. Miracle and Big Barda and him dealing with the High Father has died uh, Orion's taken over as the new High Father um, he accuses Mr. Miracle of being an agent for Darkseid and so that's the kind of storyline going in the background. Um, Big Barda and him get into go out and fight all the time with all these new God warriors, um, fight with granny uh, and fight with the, um, just all the different new God characters. And they always have an ongoing monologue at the same time. And like there's one part where Big Bar is saying, I wanna I wanna update our house. We need to move this wall here and shorten the kitchen and everything else. And during this whole I mean, it's while they're just like slaughtering this army, but they're having this conversation like nothing else is happening. This is one of the most entertaining books I've read, like I said, in the last couple of years. Um it it's funny. It's you really start to like Mister Miracle a lot. Um, I actually look, looked at a couple other books that he appeared in, and I stepped away from him because I'm like, well, Tom King didn't write him. These are probably going to be great. Um, this is well worth the read. It needs to be gotten by everyone. It's that good. Awesome. Yeah, I was thinking about picking that one up too. I saw that at the shop, and I was like, "Oh, I like Jack Kirby's." So, mm-hmm. and I keep hearing good things about this one, so maybe I'll pick that one up later. Yeah, there's one part where 
um, it's not giving anything away, but there's one part where, um, you know, where they have the sidewalk out in front of the theater in Hollywood mm-hmm. with the handprints and stuff. There's one with Jack Kirby on there and his signature and Mr. Miracle's putting his handprint inside Jack's handprint, which nice. is kind of cool as that nod. But, um, I'm telling you, Nick, you need to get it. It's, I, I was doing everything I could without giving away anything a yeah. lot. Yeah. Trying to do enough to sell you, but without giving anything away, this is amazing. And it's thick, a lot of words. And everything. I mean, not that I'm complaining about the words, but that's why I only had a couple of reads this week because I was really just absorbing this book and enjoying it. It wasn't like I was just burning through it to get through something. I was really enjoying this book. Cool. Yeah, cool. Just, I'll definitely just pick that up. Yeah. Or I can loan you mine too. It doesn't matter when I see you. All right. Cool. We'll see what happens. It could yep. be a couple months before we see each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now we're going to move on to the list. And this week's list was top 10 C characters. So I'm going to go first. Thank you. I'm tired of talking. <laughs> My number 10 is Captain Britain. Number 9, Caliban. Number eight, Caitlin Fairchild. Number seven, Catwoman. Number six, Captain Cold. Number five, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. Number four, Captain America. Number three, Cable. Number two, Colossus. And number one, Cannonball. Wow, Cannonball. He's my favorite. Nice. All right, go ahead, Nick. All right. So Kirk and I have the same number 10, Captain Britain. And then it all changes. Um, Number nine, Casey Jones. Number eight, the cat, which is Greer Grant, who was the original Hellcat. Uh And then she became Tigra. Um, Seven, Cyborg. Six, Cathan. Five, Captain Marvel. All of them. Billy... (laughs) Marvel, Carol. Yeah. DC, Marvel, both Captain Marvels. They that's <laughs> number five. Um, four is Cyclops. Three is Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. Two is Captain Adam. And number one is Captain America. We could have just done a top ten list of all our tape favorite captains. I noticed there's a we lot could. of captains. We could have. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, 10's Cable, 9's Cyborg, 8's The Collective from the Green Lantern Corps, 7's Captain Britain, like the original Captain Britain that was published in Britain before he came over with the staff and the the lion pendant, pendant or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, or Marvel, that's the one I was actually thinking of. Uh, Captain Midnight is 5, Crimson's 4, Charquip from the Green Lantern Corps, number three. Captain Carrot, number two. And number one is Captain America. Nice. 
I was debating on Captain Carrot. <laughs> Me too. I was like, I've already got like four captains on here. I can't put another one on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But awesome. Uh, yeah. All right. Anybody got any news this week? Hold on. I'm checking. Seems like I saw something that I saved just so I could remember to report on this thing. (laughs) Found an article on Diamond Refutes DC's notice to retailers about canceled orders. States they're still a DC distributor. Yeah, they're supposed to continue to do DC's books, but... I think DC breaking away might be the beginning of the end for Diamond. Well, that's not a bad thing since they kind of have a a grip on distribution. Right. Sorry, I'm still looking here. No problem. Johnny Bravo and a Dexter uh, Laboratory Pops came out today. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Yeah, wherever it is, I can't find it. No, I don't have it. You got anything, Nick? No, I don't. It's just been one of those weeks. Yep, it's going to be a 40-minute episode. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right short one every now and then ain't bad right nope. nope well if you like what you hear uh go ahead and give us a like um follow us on twitter at the it's too wordy one uh subscribe on your favorite podcasting app and leave us a review so yeah have fun read more comics it's been kirk ryan Yeah, Nick. Later, guys. See ya. It's a summer day at Stewart's Bay, a small fishing village. David Banner stands at the end of a dock, breathing fresh sea air. Morning. Great day. Let's hope it holds. Going out? Yeah, that's my baby, Bosun 3. Nice boat. You new around here? Yes. Working? Not yet, I... Uh, Good. Huh? My second mate's laid up in the hospital. Why don't you sign on for a couple of weeks? Oh, I don't know very much about fishing. You got muscle, you can haul a net, crank a winch. Oh, sure, but I... Okay, uh... that's all that's needed. My name's Steve Jager. David Benson. Come aboard. This is my first mate. Hi. A pleasure, uh, Ms... Uh... Mrs. I'm Judy Jager. How do you want your eggs? Once over or sunny side? Any way at all. Once over and three for me. Come on, Dave, I'll show you around. We'll be drawing up our nets later on. This winch... How's the fishing been on the boat? Not too good. Between the foreign fleets and the pollution, I think Stewart's Bay has added. But the new 200-mile limit should... (laughs) Don't believe everything you read, Dave. They're still coming in. Well, that's poaching. That's what they call it. The pollution's worse, though. Plus a few other things. What? Stick around for a while. You'll find out. Those are the nets up ahead.
Oh my God! The lines have been cut. It's him again, Steve. This is it, Judy. I'm gonna beat his brains in. What good would that do? Anyway, you might get your own beat in first. He's a lot bigger than you. What we need is proof, evidence, something to take him to court on. What's this all about? Who, who cut your nets? Jack Mayo. Mayo? We'll tell you all about it later. The catch is gone. Might as well head in. Mayo was after me for years. Thought he was going to marry me. <laughs> Fat chance. When I married Steve, Mayo started carrying the torch. It turned into a blazing fire. You think he's responsible for the nets? More than that. Poaching our catch, cutting across our lines when we trawl, sabotaging our engine at night. But you can't prove it. Not the sneaky stuff. And when he cuts over our lines, he laughs and says it was an accident. Look, it's Mayo. Watch it, Steve. He's trying to swamp us. did it. Another few feet and we'd be over. <coughs> Likeable sort, isn't he? That his boat? Yellowtail. Fastest sports fisherman in the harbor. He owns it with Freddie Fuller. Judy, this is it. I'm gonna beat up on that guy. Over my dead body, you will. You think I want a dead husband? Later, at the dock. Dave, you seen Steve? No. I can't find him anyplace. I just hope he didn't lose his head and go after Jack Mayo. Where would he look for Mayo? He hangs out at the sea shanty. I'll check it out. I'll repay. Uh, just a coat, please. Uh, has uh, Steve Jager been here? Haven't seen him. Who's looking for him? I am. Who's you? The name's Benson. And uh, you're Mayo. He knows my name, Freddy. I've seen him before. Yeah. Ain't we seen you before? Earlier today. I was aboard Bosun 3 when you tried to swamp us. <laughs> Listen to that, Freddy. Swamp him. I don't think it's very funny, Mayo. I do. <laughs> it was an accident, Benson. Yeah, yeah, an accident. <laughs> like the net mines. What net lines? You cut them. Can you prove it? No, but... You looking to fight, mister? Take it easy, Jack. Yeah, why don't you cool it, Mayo? Lay off on Steve and Judy. They're just trying to make a living just like you. You lost the girl. Take it like a man. You are Is looking it... for a fight, ain't you? I told you no. I don't want to fight. And I don't lose my temper easily. I'm only I trying... I do! I lose my temper when somebody tells me what to do, how to live. Nobody minds my business but myself. Cool it, will you, Jack? There's people in Shut here. up! You get out of here, Benson. Do what he says, will you? I can see I'm not welcome. No, you ain't. And one more thing, Benson. If I ever see you again, I'll make sure your flag flies at half-mast. I can't figure out what's wrong with him. More of Jack Mayo's work, if you ask me. Well, the alarm was set last night. He knows how to get around a ship's alarm. Why don't we leave it for a while, Steve? I'm starved. Okay. Want to join us at the diner, Dave? Well, no, thanks. I'd uh, like to monkey with the engine for a while. I, I think the timing's off. Think you can fix it? Well, I'm pretty good with mechanical things. Okay, join us later. Fine. Uh, listen, uh, can I take her out for a test run? It might also be the fuel line. Can you cast off and dock her alone? Sure. Okay, you get your sea legs. Come on, Judy. Sounds okay so far. Maybe it... What now? 
covered with fuel mine. It's gotta be. Boat coming this way. Uh-oh. It's Mayo. How you doing, Olsen? <laughs> he almost swamped me. Mayo! You're trying to sink me, Mayo! I told you, Benson, next time I see you, I'm gonna fly you at half man! <laughs> Mayo, what are you doing? Looks like Boson's gonna need a new running light, Freddy. <laughs> how about that radar antenna? Yeah, how about that? Have you gone crazy, Mayo? Hey, Freddy, maybe if I put some shots into the hull, she'll sink. Boats with holes usually do. <laughs> you can't do this, Mayo. The Jagers are good people. You can't destroy their boat. I told you I'm gonna fly you at half mast. Hey, where is he? I saw him dive into the water. Maybe he'll drown, you know. Just an accident. <laughs> As the enraged David Banner dives into the sea and sinks into the blue-green depths, his features contort, change, take on the aspect of utter fury and rage. His muscles bulge, his chest expands, his sinews contract in a great effort, and he zooms to the surface like a great angry shark, exploding into the air in a burst of wrath and vengeance. What the devil's that? I don't know. Let's get out of here. Knifing through the water like some great monster from the deep, the raging giant swims toward Yellowtail. Fuller, get the shark rifle! I can't find it! Well, look under the forward hatch and hurry up! I don't know what this thing is, but we gotta kill it! The screaming thing comes nearer, eyes full of fury, hate in its soul. The Hulk! <laughs> Coming up from beneath Yellowtail's hull, the Hulk tears at the wood plank, rips the key, and then... Curls it into the air. Turning, the Hulk sinks into the sea, where in the silent depths he again becomes David Banner, man of no memory, unaware, unknowing of what he has done. Slowly, Banner rises to the surface and swims to the Boson Three. What did they say it was? Some kind of sea monster. <laughs> Imagine that. The Stewart's Bay monster, like Loch Ness, huh? If you ask me, both Mayo and Fuller were seeing things. Maybe, but they're both changed men. I can swear to that. Meek. I never saw two guys so meek. Maybe there is a monster out there. There are monsters everywhere. Monsters of the soul. Huh? Nothing. Just, just a thought. 